world, this is Brother Ali. You're in the mix right now with BRL. What up, it's 360. Yeah, yeah, this is Nick Loopy from One Day Spit Syndicate. What's up, this is Slug from Atmosphere. When I'm not teaching your girlfriend how to play chess, I'm listening to Beats, Rhymes, and Life. When I'm called Chess 9, I'm chickening with my homeboy, Gavin Crashley on BRL. son. Yeah, buddy, it is BRL, the podcast. Thanks to sponsor Tune One. That is www.tuneone.com.au for the best beats station around. Playing a bit of anything with a beat or pad or scratch or whatever. It's good stuff. Check it out. Tuneone.com.au. Now, uh, we're going to kick on because uh, we have a pretty cool guest in from the west of Sydney. We have MC, singer, producer, and a bit of everything, Nardine. I enjoyed this conversation. We had a few blues with the Zoom call. You might hear that throughout. I did my best to sort of eliminate those glitches as much as I could, but uh, this is a good conversation with an interesting young lady, and I also recommend her EP as well. It's a bit of a different vibe than what we're used to talking about. Um, It's a bit more soulful than uh, a lot of the stuff that we talk about on this program, but I think you guys will enjoy it anyway. It's an EP called The New Era. She also just dropped a new remix of a single Ox called with Elfresh the Lion as well. We talk about that. We talk about old Oz hip-hop. And then at the very end, here we get very excited about me recommending um, some old Oz hip-hop records and uh, some of my favourite lady MCs from Australia that she probably hadn't heard of which I was like cool well listen to this so uh, you'll hear that at the back end of this show but enjoy my chat with Nardine on BRL It is BRL all across Australia on the Community Radio Network. And now joining us is a a lady who I heard bits and pieces about and then your uh, remix single got sent to me. So I thought, well, I'll get you on because one, I love the single. And two, uh, I did literally just before we recorded this, listen to the whole EP. It's sitting here in my phone. It's called The New Era. And uh, it's excellent as well. And uh, so... Welcome to the program, Nadine. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Thanks for having me and thanks for the nice words about the music. Yes. Oh, see, right there in the, in the camera. <laughs> uh, there it is. <laughs> so um, uh, welcome to the show. Now, um, one thing I noticed uh, straight away is um, it's, 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 it's that new era of uh, Australian hip hop. It's... It's it's yeah. got a bit more uh, it's got a bit more color it's got a bit more style to it it's not the barbecue rap thing that uh, I grew up listening to which you know I, I still utterly enjoy um, but yeah. yeah but it's it is a new era and it is refreshing to hear the topics that you're also talking about on this record mm. as well as in you know I grew up as a, as a for lack of a better term and excuse the term but an ethnic girl yeah, in, totally. yeah. Yep, in yeah. the southwest of or, is it south, no southwest is more elfresh you're in the west elfresh, aren't you? yeah. yeah i'm like in the west west yeah greater west greater west ah so uh kind of penrith kind of area yeah. some areas i i've um yeah, Saint Clair. i've um i've got um family ties to that area actually 
Oh, cool. Yeah. Cool. So now I've got a, I've got a bunch of uh, extended family from that area. My mother was born at St. Mary's. So cool. Yeah. I grew up in like St. Clair's, like, you know, five, 10 minutes mm-hmm. from St. Mary's. I used and- to go to dance classes in St. Mary's growing up. Yeah. Right. And uh, I actually only really found this stuff out in the last couple of years. <laughs> I had no idea. Oh, wow. Oh, it's just, you know. you're in Perth, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, not born, but definitely raised. So we're all uh, WA'd up over here. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Perth boy and uh, act and feel yeah. like it. But, yeah, uh, definitely got roots in uh Sydney and definitely New South Wales as well, like country New South Wales, hick as it comes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, less about my background. Let's let's talk about yourself. So um, actually, we'll get to the seminal question every interview that I do first, and then we'll get to the important stuff. Uh, Nardine, how do you take your coffee? Oh, um, cool. Okay, I like that as a first question. Uh, almond cappuccino. Almond milk, Ooh, cappuccino. Fancy. That's it. Yeah. Fancy. I can't do dairy. And soy milk is like, I don't know, it tastes weird. It leaves like a weird texture in my mouth. So almond Ooh. milk is it. I think I tried yeah. soy milk once with something. I can't remember what it was, but I was just like, Ugh. And um, yeah, yeah uh, the, the milk thing, uh, it's uh, just like my fiance as well. She can't do it either. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm yeah, just like, it's not a, not a vibe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yet she will still like eat cheese because you know she's not giving it up. Oh, uh, so do, so do I. <laughs> <laughs> cheese is cheese is cheese. I just have little quantities, you know. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> for for reasons we need not get into now. Um, <laughs> you talk a lot about your your background and how you grew up throughout this uh, record, which, you know, is, is clearly explained on this record, but um, sort of at what point in, in this childhood of yours did, did the idea of uh, jumping on the microphone come to you? Like at what point did it get you? Well, I definitely wasn't a child when the idea came to me. I was oh, really? Like 20, yeah, I was 21 when oh, right. I first realized that music was, a career option or like a thing that you could just do as a person. Like mm. it always seemed so far. So yeah, you know, I, my family's Egyptian mm-hmm. and they were like really Christian and they migrated here from Egypt. And like, there's like, you know, like Elle and I talk about on that track, there's like a real um, pressure mm-hmm. from uh, immigrant families that like, you know, they left everything, they left their home country to essentially come here and give you a better life, you know? Mm. And so there's like this real big pressure of like, you got to do well and you got to go to university and you've got to like be a doctor or a lawyer or, you know, be something in that realm. Mm. Um, and then, uh, so like that was, there was always pressure, you know? So I was at uni, I was studying to be an English and drama teacher. Yes. And then, um, and then, yeah, it's just long. It's like such a, it was such a serendipitous sequence of events where like I did this subject at uni that like opened my mind about a bunch of things about the whole universe. And then I started thinking about the universe and then I started like questioning everything that I grew up believing. And then I started dating a guy who was a rapper and I was like, I want to do that. And then, oh, and then actually I saw a woman rapping on stage and I was like, I want to do that. And then I, I think that's, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. And do you remember who the artist was that was on the stage that night? Yeah, yeah. It was uh, Mira. 
from Elephant Tracks. Like she works with El Fresh a lot. Like she she does his um they make music together and she's does his like hype womaning as well. Um El Fresh is with Elephant Tracks. But yeah, mm. Mira definitely this story and see you see that's cool i i think that's a, a like I, I like those moments in people's time like where do those where does it sort of get into you like where where do those fangs of hip-hop get you right in the neck yeah yeah like what happens where you're just like oh i have to do this yeah yeah hip-hop and radio were almost the same time very much a childhood thing like just older brothers playing ice yeah. cube and that kind of thing so i'm uh, I'm I'm in my mid 30s, so we're talking 94 kind of when. So these yeah, are when yeah, these albums yeah. are actually dropping, which is kind of cool. Yeah, not, so, not something that I quite realised yet. Like I'm actually hearing kind of an evolution of pop culture as we go. Yeah, <laughs> but totally. Yeah, but you know, the, also at the time, it just you know, at the time I was 10. <laughs> so yeah, and you're not thinking like that. Yeah, definitely. It's like hip hop is pop now and hip hop culture is pop. There's a yes. book by um, Steve Stout called The Tanning of, Tanning of America. Mm-hmm. Um, and he talks about a lot about, yeah, like how America became tanned and how like black culture and hip hop culture like um, just permeated the world essentially as well. Yes. He talked about like be, being in Paris mm-hmm. and seeing a um, jewelry shop uh, called bling you know, in, Par- <laughs> in Paris. Yeah. See- yeah. You know, so it's everywhere. Uh, and having been to, to Paris, um, I, it'd be very weird to see the word bling and not anything that's <laughs> yeah. like purely Parisian. I actually, I really, yeah, totally, yeah. I, I really actually didn't like Paris. <laughs> I thought it was a little, I've too- actually heard that from a lot of people. You know, it's really big It and it is, it's, it's packed. Well, maybe not at the moment, but you know, like when things are normal, it, it's packed and it's touristy and people are in your face with selling things and all that kind of thing. It's, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Um, it's not all uh, Chandelise and uh, baguettes <laughs> and that kind of stuff. Although um, you can get a, a like a massive pint of beer, like bigger than this microphone beer, at about uh-huh. eleven o'clock in the morning, because uh, that's what uh, me and the Miss O did when we were there. That's nice. Night, <laughs> <laughs> actually sitting there, nice and uh, nice and drunk at the Notre Dame, which we didn't go in that time. We went in the second time we went there, but um, yeah, that was uh, pretty funny. Just to be like. And watching her a little tipsy, I'm just like, ha 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 ha. The beer got to you, and it's uh, it's 11:45 in the morning. <laughs> Why did? And you- we're at. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do things without consequences, even if you're away from the continent that you're from. <laughs> but um, is Stackhat the producer? Because it says featuring Stackhat. Is he is he producer across the board for the EP? He made it together. Yes. Um. Again, he produced every single track on there. Yeah. We made one track together on my first single I ever released as well. And I really loved it. And I really love his production style. He's like really wacky and mm. um, weird and has really, finds really interesting samples and sounds. Like I really, after we, that track and after I dropped my record, I was like, you know, thinking about what to make next. And I was like, Stack out, let's just make a whole record together. It's also a cool name. <laughs> <laughs> Stack hat is great. Yeah. yeah, he's a weirdo. He's just like a weirdo in general and I love it. 
That's, yeah. that's great. So um, you were saying that you were uh, studying. So are you still actually university studying now? No, no, no. God, no. I, um, I finished my, so I finished my university degree. Um, gosh, I can't even remember what year, maybe like 2014 or 2015. Yeah. So like quite a while ago now, but I, what I did, so I was studying to be a teacher. Um, and then what I did was I dropped when I decided I wanted to be a rapper, <laughs> yes. I dropped the, um, teaching bit of my degree. All right. Um, and then I just did a bachelor. I just did a bachelor of art. I have a an English degree, which is just absolutely <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, I've got through the university. I, I, I'm 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 kind of glad I, I didn't end up doing that at the same time. I up until um, yeah, I got lucky with some family connections, and I um, work up north. In fact, there's my dirty boot for tomorrow because I'm going back to side. But um. <laughs> Um, uh, apart from, yeah, apart from that, I, yeah, I, I, I chased radio for years and, 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 and and still do it obviously, but you know, it's, uh, yeah, it's to, to chase, yeah, to chase a dream like that is, um, you know, it's, it's fulfilling at the same time as, uh, you know, sort of also gut wrenching and, um, one thing that uh, it might not have been. But yeah, it's uh, it's it's an interesting uh, time for a lot of uh, radio presenters, and uh, I, I would say just maybe, um, and I hate to shatter the bubbles of people that actually might be listening to these programs. Like, oh, I could I could do my own shows. Like, cool, do your own show, but maybe don't try it as a career anymore because radio as an <laughs> industry is is dying an awful death. It really is. Yeah, I mean, there's like it's because it's all turning into like podcasts and yeah. playlists and like Spotify and iTunes. Like I think that the way where I see it heading is like um, in a few years time, you know, like you'll get in your car yes. and you'll put on like, like Apple, you know, say Apple will be like built into your car. Like, yes. and you'll put on like the Apple station, you'll pick what station you want, but it'll be like through Apple. It'll be digital. It'll be streamed as opposed to like, I think there'll still be shows, um, which there still are. Apple is really kind of like cornering that market. Um, but yeah, is just Zan Briggs who premiered your remix the other week as well on the, uh, the new Australia program on that. Yeah. 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 And, and yeah, like there's probably still going to be room for hopefully room for shows like mine. I actually like being on multiple stations across the country on this community radio network, yeah. but um, that's why this is also a podcast. I've future-proofed everything. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. But um, uh, yeah, uh, product as well. Let's actually, you know, get to the, the track. Um, did you know Elfresh when you approached him or did he approach you to jump on Oxcord? How'd that work? So, oh, uh, yeah, I, I've known Elfresh for a while, like just kind of around the scene. Yeah. I just knew him from around the scene. Um, did a program currently and like last year was the first year of it. Um, he's the artistic director of a program that's put on by Campbelltown Arts Centre. It's called mm-hmm. Conscious. Yep. Um, and it's really great. There's nothing we can hear, but he, so it's like they pick, you know, four or five artists from Western Sydney, um, hip hop, hip hop and um, like R&B soul arts and they um, essentially like mentor us for a year and they just help us with our goals. Like if we're making a project, they'll help. Project. There's like a bit of budget. 
like the contacts with Apple. It's like they just mentor us for a year, essentially. So that's pretty last cool. year, it's really great. It was, it's really, really great. Um, and last year I was, so I was like, Elfresh was running it and he was kind of like mentoring me for a year. Mm. Um, so that was super, super cool. Um, and we got to know each other more there. And then obviously I made the EP here and like I sent it to him. And um, when I sent it to him, uh, he loved, like, you know, he said he loved the EP and then he said like Orcs Chord was his favorite, related the most to it. Because yep. um, on the track, uh, the second verse is actually in Arabic. Yes, um, I noticed that, and I, I actually really liked. It. I was like, "Oh, you, I, I know you had to throw El Fresh in there," but I was like, "Oh, she's doing, she's she's going in Arabic here." I was like, "Yes, this is cool. I like it. Yeah. I, I, I like when people do yeah. that." Like, um, uh, I think maybe the first time I heard it was uh, Immortal Technique was doing verses hmm. in uh, in um, Spanish. Yeah, it's it's fun. Like, it was really that was the first time verse in Arabic and it was really fun um but yeah so I had you know that verse in Arabic and then it just came to me like months ago like I should make a remix of Org's Chord and mm. I was with like where the second verse is also and I should someone from the area like from the west just I reached out to El first and I knew he'd nail it and his verse like when he sent it to me I was just like this is just everything that I wanted to say you know but you said it from your perspective it was great yeah I actually appreciate the the original version as much as the new version as well, and I um, I liked what L added to that as well. Um, L is a yeah. recent guest on this show as well. I've been an L Fresh the Lion fan for well, probably since I actually heard one from his first. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, it wasn't his first record. It was like his third or something. I had no idea until like going into a bit of a deep dive research, where I was like, oh, he's got like other EPs before that one. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He does. It's probably it's probably like you know people finding out that the Hilltop Hoods released three records before the calling. You know, it's like oh, what? <laughs> and you can't get I them. Didn't, oh really? Um, yeah, you. Get they. It's it's really hard to get your hands on them. I had to go through eBay to find Left Foot Right Foot, which might be almost as good as the calling, but they just they just don't put it out for whatever reason. Huh? It's wow. a yeah, it came out no one, and then there was a matter of time and back once again. I think matter of time was like an EP or something, and those are like two thousand ninety nine. You're going way back with those. But um, I actually went out and bought a hard copy for more money than I want to talk about here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you bought you bought a bloody CD for that much? I'm like, yeah, I just wanted to play it in the car and you know play it on shows because <laughs> it's not <laughs> wow. it's not it's not streaming. It's not streaming anyway. Hmm. Yeah. It's kind of Inter- cool, like, just to have enough music that you can afford to, like, you know, take some down. Um, even even uh, yeah, per, one of Perth's biggest exports ever, Downside, up until really recently, they didn't put their first album, well, they hadn't put their first album out, um, which is called Eponymous, you know, mm. for good first album title and everything. Um, that that came out in two thousand or something like that as well. And uh, yeah, that's um, that's now available, but it wasn't for years. Wow. So this is a uh, this is old uh, old man Gav <laughs> right now. <laughs> I, I apologize yeah. for boring you with uh, this Aussie pop <laughs> garbage in the back of my head. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, it's, no, I love when people like have a passion for like Australian hip hop. Mm-hmm. You know, 
Um, I don't really consider myself as making Australian hip hop. Right. Because there, it did have like that, um, there was like a certain flavor to it from time and I didn't feel like I fit in that. Yeah. But sometimes I don't even feel like I really make hip hop, you know, it's too like, it's it's hip hop, but it's like it gets weird sometimes, you know. Like there's there's a bit of neo soul in there as well, one hundred percent. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Like, there there are uh, significant stretches where you will just flat out sing, which sing, yeah. yeah you you'll yeah. sing on the record, which I was like, okay, I'm feeling this. This is good. Yeah, yeah, and like the intro as well is like just singing. Yeah, like I just, even new stuff I'm writing at the moment. There's a lot of singing there's a lot more singing than there is rapping you know mm. yeah i was gonna say i've always felt like i don't have enough of an ego to be a rapper <laughs> <laughs> i've oh and you know and, and you know what it's also it's uh, it's refreshing to get um uh, ladies that happen to rap on this show because uh, i'm trying to get rid of the term out of my head of fem c which is something that's been in the head for quite a while and i know uh, a, a lot of lady rappers at the time uh, when that was starting to be bandied about in the Australian hip hop scene were like, uh, yeah. we, we don't like that term. We think it sucks kind of thing. Um, and it yeah. just kind of caught uh, yeah. on. Like, um, I think that would have been the time of like a love and um, a little after Layla dropped her album. Okay. I don't know either of those. Okay. Um, I, uh, th- this is your homework, Nardine. Um, Layla yeah. has an album called Heretic. Um, so if you've, is it Layla like L A I L A? Uh, no, it's a Layla like L A, uh, L A Y L A. Uh, the album's called Layla. Her- yeah. yeah. Um, okay, cool. I, uh, I think you're going to really like it. Um, okay. uh, so if you've, if you've heard, um, Hell and Earth's work, it's, it's very much of that vein. No, no, I haven't. Write that name down too. <laughs> <laughs> Helen, like the you know, like the name Helen, and then Earth as well. I um, yeah, uh, I've got a couple of r- good records for you <laughs> the next day or so. Cool. Um, just look them up. All their stuff is on the services now. But um, uh, Layla's Heretic is kind of I think it was fifteen years ahead of its time. It dropped in two thousand and five. But if she drops this that album now, I think she's Sampa the Great Big. True. Okay. I, I even even though it's it, it's a bit more harsh and everything, but it's produced by uh, Disaster from Downside, um, who happens to also be her husband. But um, yeah. it, it's uh, it's a really really good record. I um, this won't be in the radio version. This will be in the podcast version of me just like recommending old Oz hip hop to you. But I yeah. um, I'll have to get your details and let the let me know what you. Yeah, think. just send me an email. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> Yeah. And um, you have to tell me what you think, but um, yeah, these are um, yeah, I'll definitely Layla, check it out. Yeah, Layla's heritage. Because I don't kind of the one I think. Cool, because I don't hear like I also feel like there's just not that many women in Australian hip hop like just rapping or not that I know of you know, um, and like straight rapping as well you know. It's um and and uh, a version of uh, just straight bars. Yeah. She uh, yeah. she's also a, a linguistics major. So it's, cool. um, it's, it's not lacking in the word diversity at all. She's got yeah. bars. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh, okay. <clears throat> but, but anyway, uh, there's your homework. <laughs> okay, great. 
Right. <laughs> You're just like, Jesus Christ, Gavin. Why? How did I end up with bloody? <laughs> no, no, no. No, I'm excited. I'm really excited. Um, there are other titles, but I think, yeah, like uh, start with Layla because that's, that's like, that's the OG. Yeah. And uh, then I would probably, you know, say like people like Hell and Earth. And um, have you heard of St. Bandalum? She's from your city. No. Uh, St. Bedlam also uh, write her down as well. Um, uh, okay. She is a, a contemporary artist, uh, a Sydney girl with serious bars and a really, Saint really nice person. Bed- Bedlam? Yes, yeah, St. Bedlam. Oh, cool. All right, awesome. Yes, uh, no, she's no. great also. Yeah, there's a three from top of my head. <laughs> yeah, great. That's exciting for me. Yeah, um, and and you are right, but it is growing as well. Like, um, pretty much after after Layla sort of disappeared, um, I think she just—I don't know—she didn't want the pa- didn't have the passion to do another project. Um, I still think yeah. it's probably the best um, Australian hip hop record by a, a lady ever. But I, I I also rate it as like one of my top ten ever. It's just it's that high yeah. on my list. Also. It's a Perth album, so it's like a ah. Oh, I I I knew this. I knew this girl. I'd heard her rap at bits and pieces. You know, heard it rap at shows, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I was like, I always held her up very high. I've barely said three words to her in like the twenty years that I've known of her or seen her at gigs because I was always very intimidated. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> And I've had long conversations um, with her husband and her contemporaries and uh, everything. But, uh, but yeah, like um, I've always just held her very high and I'm like, one day I'll have to get her back on the show. Cause I think one of the times was an interview around the time she dropped that record and that's yeah, going back Oh five kind of thing. Um, mm. But yeah, apart from that, like it's been very, like there's been very few conversations. I even said that to the, to I think it might've been Daz or something like that. It's like, you know, I've never really had a long conversation <laughs> with Layla. He's like, what? I'm a bit weird. <laughs> I just don't have a cool name like Stack Hat. Um, anyway, I've, I've rabbit on, on far too long on this uh, diatribe. You've got a bunch of cool music to listen to now. And also people can listen to those records I've recommended after listening to yours, which is a fantastic Ooh. record. It's called New Era. Uh, produced by Stack Hat, uh, featuring yourself all over it. And um, I think it's excellent. So you folks can go and cop it however you can. And thanks very much for joining us on BRL, Nardine. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks to Nardine and uh, to Vraso PR for hooking that one up for us here on BRL, the podcast. And, of course, that was on the radio show a couple of days ago. Now, um, thanks for listening, as usual, everybody. And stay in touch with the show at BRLSON. That is on Instagram and Facebook. Best way to follow the show, get in contact, all that kind of stuff. And thanks to sponsor tuneone.com.au, the best beats station around, in my personal opinion. But I have an invested interest. This is my kind of Joe Rogan on it thing. But anyway, folks, you guys have a good one. And I'm Dickie Dunson. See you later. Goodbye. <laughs>